five creepy and true urban legends. Whispered around campfires and passed down from one generation to the next, urban legends are there to spark fear and sometimes truth into the hearts and minds of those that will listen. While some of these dark tales can be mostly fabricated for entertainment, today we'll dive into ones that are terrifyingly real. Here are five creepy and true urban legends. Number five, body wrapped in a carpet. You may have heard some version of this story or even seen it played out in movies. This urban legend is about a man who found an old carpet rolled up and abandoned in an alley. Seeing how beautiful its pattern was, he decided to take it home with him. But much to the shock of everyone in his family, they discovered something horrifying as they began to unroll it in the living room. Wrapped up within its center was a human corpse. And while you may ask who in their right minds would even think of picking up strange-looking home decors from off the street, you might be shocked to know that such a situation actually happened in real life. In January of 1984, the New York Times reported about an incident concerning three students from Columbia University who picked up a discarded, rolled-up carpet along the Morningside Heights section of Manhattan near their campus. The students thought that the decorative piece would be a great add-on to their little dorm room in Carmen Hall. But then, once they had it back at their place, they noticed bloodstains running down the floor. Upon closer inspection, they saw a pair of men's feet protruding from one end of the rolled-up bundle. Terrified, they immediately called the dorm security officers. They then opened up the carpet and were startled to see a lifeless body of a man wrapped tightly in the middle of the carpet. The police report indicated that the body was that of an African-American male who was in his late 20s or early 30s and he had been killed by a couple of bullets to the head. No form of identification was found with the body. The dean of the college at the time confirmed that no university student, faculty, or staff were involved or hurt in the incident. But the police conducted a homicide investigation surrounding the death of the unknown person. There was no official confirmation regarding the motive behind the murder, although many people believed at the time that the man was a victim of a drug-related crime. That individual still remains unknown to this day. Number 4. The Candyman Legend has it that if you look into the mirror and chant the name Candyman five times, a ghastly figure with a bloody hook for a hand will appear behind you and kill you with it. A horror movie was made in the 90s based on this legend, aptly titled Candyman. The film spurred two more sequels starring Tony Todd as the title character. Another updated version of the original is also set to be released soon. As fantastical as this may sound, the Candyman legend was supposedly based on a black slave named Daniel Robital. Robital worked on a plantation in New Orleans, and as a talented painter, he was commissioned to paint the portrait of his master's daughter. But all hell broke loose when the master found out that the two had actually fallen in love with one another. 
Now fearing for his life, Daniel ran out of town with an angry mob close behind. When he was finally caught, his right hand, the one he painted with, was cut off. His body was then covered with honey, and then he was thrown into a hive of angry bees where he was left to die. Yet another interesting layer to this story is the fact that both the urban legend and the film are both based, at least in part, to a real-life murder incident. On April 22, 1987, a woman named Ruth McCoy called 911 to report an intruder who was trying to get inside her apartment through her bathroom medicine cabinet. The dispatcher, not hearing clearly what she said, sent for a dispatch to look into this disturbance call, though she didn't put it in as a high-priority break-in attempt due to the misunderstanding. As a result, it took police almost an hour to arrive. By then, neighbors had been reporting hearing gunshots inside the 52-year-old woman's apartment. They knocked on the door, but since nobody answered, they simply left. The next evening, another neighbor called 911 to report about McCoy. Ruthie, as she was called, would always drop by her friend's house, but that day, she didn't show up. Moreover, the cop's presence the night before had got the friend concerned over her well-being. The police did come down but couldn't break into the property for fear of a possible lawsuit, and so, once again, they left. It was only on April 24th, two days after the incident was initially reported, that the housing authority permitted entry into McCoy's apartment. There, they found the woman, laying dead. She had been shot four times. Two suspected intruders were charged with the murder and home invasion, but due to a lack of evidence, the charges against them were eventually dropped. There were quite a handful of chilling similarities between the film and the tragic murder incident. First, in the movie, a woman is investigating murders in the Cabrini Green housing projects. The apartments from the film bear a stark resemblance to that of the real-life housing project where Ruth lived. Moreover, the character befriends a resident of the housing project named Anne-Marie McCoy. Many people say that the urban legend isn't real, but you can always test it out yourself if you're brave enough. Simply go to your bathroom, close the door, look in the mirror, and say the name five times. Candyman. Number three, Pen of Pigs. In the film Snatch, a character named Bricktop kept on threatening to feed people to pigs. He explained that when pigs go hungry, they'll eat anything given to them, even humans. Aside from the benefits of having the livestock get well-fed, there's also the added advantage of virtually erasing traces of a person put inside that pit. And if you're wondering whether this was based on truth or just an urban legend, doubt no more. A news article from October of 2012 shocked the country and the world with its grisly and macabre details. The report detailed a story of Terry Garner, a man from Oregon, who was trying to feed the animals on his farm one morning. Having noticed that he wasn't back home for several hours, a family member decided to check on him. They couldn't find him, and when they went to the hog enclosure, 
The only thing they noticed was a pair of dentures on the ground. Terry's dentures. The pigs kept on the farm were huge, with one even tipping the scales at around 700 pounds. Curious, the family member searched the enclosure for any clues on the whereabouts of the 70-year-old. And that's when they noticed several pieces of torn flesh scattered about. It was later realized that those were in fact pieces of Garner's body. And it was a traumatic revelation that the majority of his body was consumed by the gigantic pigs. At that time, police couldn't figure out how Garner ended up in such a dire situation where he had been devoured by his own livestock. Authorities surmise that the old man may have actually suffered a heart attack. Yet another theory proposed was that of Garner's delicate condition brought about by his advancing age, such that his hogs may have unknowingly knocked him down to the ground and killed him in the process. Pigs are omnivores by nature, and they do have the tendency to eat meat if they are able to come by it. More specifically, swine animals can eat almost anything that their mouths can chew on, even stones and bones. It's quite unnerving to know as well that these four-legged creatures have the kind of stomach that can digest tough substances like human bones and pass them out of their bodies with no noticeable trace of it. Apparently, Garner's horrifying story wasn't the only real case of people being eaten by pigs. In 2004, a woman from Romania was knocked down and eaten by her pigs on a farm. Lucky for her, she survived, but her voracious animals had already eaten both of her ears and most of her face as well. Number 2. Dead Body Under the Mattress The legend goes that there was once a couple who checked into a hotel for their honeymoon only to discover a foul smell lingering inside the room. As anyone would do in that situation, the pair requested for another room but got declined since there were no vacant rooms left. Several times they requested that the maids come in and check and clean their suite, which they did. Still, the bad odor remained and even started getting worse. Frustrated, the man decided to tear their hotel room apart in order to figure out what was causing the smell. As he pulled the top mattresses and sheets off their bed, they then discovered, much to their shock, the rotting body of a young girl stuffed inside a box. Other versions say the couple found the body of an old woman pressed in between the mattress and box spring, or that the corpse of a baby was placed inside a tiny box. But regardless of the details, you've likely seen or heard some version of this story, and surprisingly, there have actually been a number of real-life incidents where guests have found dead bodies inside their motel or hotel. In 1999, a room at the Burgundy Motor Inn in Manhattan was occupied by two German tourists for an overnight stay. Instead of a well-rested night, though, the couple was troubled by a rancid smell that enveloped the entire room. They complained to the front desk and were lucky enough to be transferred to another room. However, the entire establishment was brought into a commotion when motel staff discovered the source, which was that of the dead body of a 64-year-old man stuffed under the bed. 
In 2003, a hotel maintenance man found a human corpse slid under the bed in a room at the Capri Motel in Kansas City, Missouri. Police confirmed that the man had been dead for some time before being found and was thought to be murdered. Then in March of 2010, investigators were called to check on the body of a dead person hidden under a bed. The deceased, which was later identified as Sonny Millbrook, was found stuffed inside a metal box frame that sat directly on the floor of a motel room in Memphis. Interestingly, the room had been rented at least five times after Millbrook had checked in, and hence it had been serviced just as many times before Millbrook's body was discovered. And just when we thought these bizarre occurrences couldn't get any worse, a report from 2014 mentioned the discovery of a young woman's body tucked under a motel bed in New Jersey. While that fact was already appalling enough, later findings from the scene suggest something even more terrible. Medical examiners confirmed that the body had probably been there undisturbed in the room for about five years. If that surprising length of time would make you think about how well the corpse was hidden, consider the baffling way in how it was discovered. According to the man who saw the body first, he was just casually reaching under the bed to retrieve a TV remote that he had dropped. And that's when he came across the cold, lifeless, decomposed body. Number 1. A Killer Hiding in the Attic it's a terrifying tale that has been passed down through the years, and every time it's told, the details seem to get even more terrifying. The legend of a killer hiding in the attic begins with a family who unknowingly lives with a murderous squatter living up in their attic. It all began with things around the house going missing or being moved from their proper place. Family members also noticed mysterious items being dumped in their trash which they knew for sure were not theirs. And then one day, the entire family is brutally slaughtered by the man and authorities find his home up inside the attic during the investigation. This legend was actually the inspiration to a number of horror movies like When a Stranger Calls and Black Christmas. In the latter, this film tells of a murdering maniac who hides inside the attic of a sorority house terrorizing the girls who live below. Perhaps the reason this story has always been so scary to hear is because of the possibility that it could easily happen to anyone, and in fact, and unfortunately, it actually has. In March of 1922 in Germany, a farmer named Andreas Gruber lived on a farmstead called Hinterkaffeck. Gruber, having lived there all his life with his family, had begun to notice something strange, something that really disturbed the peace he once enjoyed. Small things on his farm, like tools and equipment, seemed to vanish or were found in odd places. Meanwhile, his family swore to having heard sounds of footsteps inside their house at all hours of the day and night. The farmer himself could sometimes see a set of footprints in the snow around the farm that he was quite sure didn't belong to anyone in his family. This weird phenomenon lasted for a month. By the end of March, the person behind those unidentified footsteps finally descended from the farm's attic 
and brutally murdered the entire Gruber family. The victims were 63 Andreas himself, his wife, 72-year-old Kazelia, their daughter, Victoria, who was 35, and Victoria's children, Kazelia, who was 7, and Joseph, who was 2. The housemaid, 44-year-old Maria, was also a casualty. The victims were killed and decapitated using a mattock, which is similar to a pickaxe. If that wasn't cold enough, the perpetrator even stayed with the dead corpses for three more days before finally leaving the now-cursed farmstead. The Hinterkaffeck murders are considered one of the most gruesome, unsolved crimes in Germany's history, with the identity of the killer still a mystery to this day. So there were five creepy and true urban legends. The terror and horror that these urban legends conjure are frightening enough to send chills down our spines, but what makes these ones even scarier is the fact that they actually happened in real life. If you guys enjoyed watching this video, then please subscribe and hit the notification bell because every week we have multiple videos coming out for you to check out. And if you're into podcasts, check out our new one called Every Town because every town has a dark side. Thank you guys for watching and I'll see you soon.